the college football experience week seven DFS show for Friday and Saturday on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Every week, there's a free $350. NFL contest in a free $250 contest. Just head to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Grab that SGPN app for free in the app store or Google play store today. This is Jerry Glanville and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride brother. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience DFS show for week seven. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. No one touches Dundee except for uh, no one's going to want to touch Dundee after these triple option teams just get fucking destroyed. As I locked up two triple option teams that are down by double digits on Thursday night football. Damn it. You know what's happening, man. And I remember this like a year or two ago, and I guess I should introduce this guy first and then I'll dive into this. Um, this next guy, the DFS God himself, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP, get over NC Nick in the place to be. How are you, pal? Ah, uh, you know I could be better if uh, these scores um, on these Thursday night football games were a little bit more in our favor. Uh, rough little start to the week here, dude. Do you remember? There was a point. I want to say it was last year. If not, it was the year before, where I couldn't pick a weekday game to save my life. <laughs> I felt like the weekend I was absolute fire. Like obviously we've had yeah. we've been we've been over five hundred all every year we've done this picking every game way over five hundred some years. Um, and I, I just remember there was one year where the weekday games really started to fuck with me, and I feel like it's <laughs> this is picking up some momentum this year. I was on App State on Tuesday. 
Last week I had a bad day or a bad week during the the weekday games. I think I went zero for five, and then the weekend I completely lighted on fire. And uh, you're sitting there thinking, man, it's tough because the weekday games there's a more there's a bigger microscope on it for you because the with the weekend there's just a, a shit ton of games. It's easy. Right. You miss one, and there's two more. Bang, bang, you know, you, you can you quickly get off the one miss, and, and then there's you know a few hits. I hear you. Uh, I I did totally fine last week with the uh, the weekday games, but I was also on App State, and uh, I was also on Georgia Southern and Navy tonight. So uh, we need a big second half to at, at least get one of these right. I Jeez. think the Navy yeah, one can start. still hit. It can still hit. Yeah. By the way, uh, you know, uh, there wasn't a touchdown taken off the board on some bullshit, some complete bullshit. But uh, even with that said, Memphis does look like the better team. And I'm a guy that took Navy on the points and I took Navy on the money line. So Memphis has been a strange team this year. I mean, in spurts, they've looked really good, but also they haven't looked very good at, at, at other points. And they've gotten fortunate to win games. They've gotten just flat out beat in other games. That's why we love college football, man. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. If you're a first time listener, make sure you check it out. Uh, we went through it. We pick every game. So go back and listen to our week. Uh, we, our podcast for, uh, for, for each week, all the picks are there, but this is our DFS show. So come play DFS with us. NC Nick here. will t- at on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We'll tweet out a way for you to come play DFS. Just a few bucks. You will join in and, and talk shit over us. If you beat us, and uh, well, so shit. There's been plenty of times where we've given away hundred dollar rosters, almost ten thousand dollar rosters. I was about a couple points away from a ten thousand dollar roster. Um, so perhaps you play our rosters. Perhaps you say, "Nope, these guys are fucking idiots." But I think more times than not, you'll figure wow. out. In the main slate last week, I was over two hundred points. And whenever you whenever you clear that two hundred bar on DraftKings, you know you you know you've struck gold. So. If you use that lineup for any head to heads or any 50 fifties or any cash games, you were in the money. Cause we, we, we mentioned some guys like, like Mims for Oklahoma who put up 30 points or uh, the receiver for UVA who was like, you know, 35 fantasy points. Uh, I forget his name right now. What's his name? Ah, uh, man. I, uh, not Tompkins, right? 99. You think of Tompkins? Oh no. The tight end from Oklahoma state. No, no, no. Uh, no, 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 not, not him. Jeez. Uh, either way, go back, listen to the pod. Look at my column. Uh, the guy that the, the transfer from Mississippi state That's plays some quarterback, Tompkins. plays some running Tompkins. back. That's Tompkins dude. I think it's Thompson. I think it's Thompson. It's not Tompkins. Keaton Thompson. There you go. That's, That's his, his, name. his name. He was at Mississippi state. He was, like, he was a quarterback at Mississippi state. He transferred over. Sorry. I was, was saying like Tompkins. Yeah. He was like 4,500, you know, uh, and he put up like 34 fantasy points or something. We were both on that. If I'm not mistaken. Correct. Correct. Um, all right. So let's dive in. I mean, I just want to start off from the top and say the Friday night slate, it's a shame they don't have those FCS games on here because the Friday night slate is pretty darn impressive, even without the FCS, but yeah, those things on a lot of fun. Marshall travels to North Texas, Clemson at Syracuse. Cal at Oregon, San Diego state at San Jose state. We're going to give away our Friday night lineups, our Saturday morning lineups and our Saturday night lineups. And like I said, just a few bucks to come enter, talk some shit to us, beat us at our own game or just listen and uh, play your own roster or shit. Just listen for the sake of listening. 
<laughs> I don't understand it, but hey, more power to you. Um, with that said, Friday night, Nick DFS. There's one game that I'm uh, pretty well, pretty heavy on. I'll put it like that. Well, well, I mean, first off, it's nice that there's four games because usually, you know, it might, it might only be two or three games. So we have you know eight teams to deal with. So we might not have as many similarities as we usually do. But you're right. You know, um, I think one game specifically has the higher over under. That's probably the Marshall North Texas game. Uh, is that the the same one you're thinking? I am all over this game, buddy. I'm I am heavy into this game. Uh so yes. Well, you, I will tell you that that over under is at 66 and a half compared with the other ones. Clemson Syracuse is 44 and a half. San Diego State San Jose is 41 and Cal Oregon is 54. So head and shoulders above the other three games as far as what Vegas thinks these offenses might be able to produce. So it would uh it would be wise to roster some guys from the thundering herd or the mean green from North Texas. I agree. All right. So uh, are you giving away something here? Give me your quarterback on Friday night, buddy. Two quarterbacks. So first off, I only have one quarterback. One. Okay. Yeah. Only, only, only one, you know, um, this, this slate of quarterbacks was, was pretty weak. So the only quarterback I have, is kind of a cheap guy too. I'm going to take you to in that game, North Texas, Austin, Oon, Aoun? Une, I believe. I don't know. Une. Well, it's, it's, it's spelled a U N E. I've watched a few North Texas games. I can't get down the pronunciation. Well, I feel like either it, way. Yeah. Every announcer is saying it differently. I feel like, so it makes you yeah, wonder well, like, yeah, what the fuck am I missing here? Right. And, and let's face it. Me and you are not the best at pronunciations, but <laughs> either way, you know who the hell we're talking about. He's only 6.8 K. I think he's kind of wrestled away the starting gig from JC Reuter. Um, yeah, he played last week against Mizzou, put up 35 fantasy points. I mean, granted, a lot of that was garbage time, but this is, uh, I mean, North Texas, what do they do? They pass the ball. And, you know, without many good options at quarterback here, I'm going to take him for 6.8K, save some coin. Uh, he is my quarterback, but I am rostering two quarterbacks, buddy. Are you uh, going Grant Wells, too? I am. I am. I'm heavy. I'm playing this game heavy. Um, so, Look, the reason why I'm playing Grant Wells is do I need to remind you that North Texas was the second worst defense in the nation last year and currently they're charted at they're charting at 98. But like I said, I think by the end of the season they will be a bottom 15 defense. Um I uh, to me you got to have action in this game on both teams. Both teams. Yeah, you know, I like it. Um I'm going to go with some other guys from Marshall. The thing with me was that his price tag was a little too high. And so far his production really hasn't been there. I mean, if you look at the last three weeks, he's had 16 uh, fancy points and two games with 17 fancy points. And those are against like teams like ODU and, and um, uh, middle Tennessee, not great defenses. So I'm wondering if Marshall is going to rely on the run game more so than the passing game. Um, I, I don't hate the play. I considered Wells because the, the matchup is juicy, but at the end of the day, I went more running back than quarterback. Um, so who's your second QB? Um, I just want you to know that. Let me just double check to make sure I'm right. They're about, so old dominion has a better defense than both middle Tennessee and Marshall, right? Okay. Marshall is right 
just middle Tennessee's defense is charting worse, but only by four spots. So I feel like, cause you gotta remember this is early October. You can still fluff up that schedule. Right. And, right. and I don't think it, it's a true result of what you're doing here. Middle Tennessee played some power schools there. I think that's hurting it more than it is North Texas, North Texas. Sure. They played Missouri, but uh, I, I think middle Tennessee played a few different schools, Liberty, Virginia tech. Um, I think there was another one too. That was Charlotte. Good. Charlotte moved the ball at will against Middle well, but Charlotte has a good offense. <laughs> they do. They do. So I, I think, uh, look, I, I think Marshall's going to be able to do what they want to do against. North. I, I still believe that North Texas at the end of the year, come November, December, they will be a bottom 15 defense. I'm not. Yeah, I, I won't disagree with that. And and like I said, I don't hate the play. For me, though, I, I wanted to go with the cheaper quarterback option just because he hasn't been producing that great so far this year. Sure. New offense, learning all that. He he did tear up ECU a little bit though. Against ECU, he had, let's pull it up here. He had 28 fantasy points. Pretty nice day. That's what you expect from a guy that's 8.7 K. If he can produce that, I think you're happy. The problem is since that game, he hasn't produced that since that game, he's had 10 less points in three straight outings. Now, can he bounce back up and put that up? Sure. He can, he has that ability. He has that kind of ceiling, but for me, it was a little bit too much of a roll of the dice for that high of a price tag. We shall see, buddy. I I always want like to me. It's almost a fact every year that North Texas has one of the worst defenses in the country. It might not show show that right now. It's still not a good defense right now, but I think at the end of the day, they are one of the worst defenses in the nation. Fair enough. Uh, your your other quarterback was it Ayun or or Uni or was it somebody yeah, else? Ayun. Okay. So you went both quarterbacks in that same matchup. Yes. Easy play here. I told you. I got. I got. A, I. I went heavy on this game. Put it like that. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about one of the running backs who I'm assuming we both share because it's in that same game. And this guy is a no-brainer to 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 roster at only seven point three k. That's Marshall's Rashan Ali. A hundred percent. Because once again, do I need to pull out these stats and tell you right now? Which once again, I think this is misleading. And North, I think North Texas's schedule has favored more pass happy teams, but they're still charting at one eleven defensively now, against the run. Rush, against, rush, yeah, against, against the, run. the run. Now, are you telling me you really believe TCU at one sixteen is a worse rush defense than North? Te- I don't believe that. I think this no. will all shake out, and I think North Texas is a bottom ten run defense, and I think Rashina Ali is going to have two hundred yards and a couple touchdowns. You have to roster him. There's no way. I mean, 7.3 K is actually a pretty affordable price for him. He still leads the nation in touchdown and rushing touchdowns with 11. Uh, He's 21st overall in rushing yards. You mentioned, you know, North Texas giving up 200 game on the ground. You have to roster Rashin Ali. There's no, there's no other way around it. You have to a hundred percent, a hundred percent because, but What's I will tell you, he's not my most expensive running back. Wow. Paid up, paid up. Uh, I'm assuming. No, you didn't go with Syracuse's back. Did you? What's his name? 
No, no, Sean Tucker. No, yeah. not not in this matchup. Clemson has a top twenty uh, rushing defense. I went with Greg Bell, San Diego State, my guy. Seven point seven K. It's a volume play. All the dude does is run for over a hundred yards and a touchdown. He's done it in every game this year, with the exception of Towson State, where he got like two carries because it was a blowout. He wasn't needed. The dude is just rock solid every freaking time they go in the field and uh, I'll take them again. They're kind of like running back you now. I mean, from Pumphrey going to the Eagles to Rashad Penny, I feel like they're just pumping out running backs. I'm probably forgetting a few that made the league. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, you can't, <laughs> you can't go wrong with that play. I'm just hoping San Jose state loads the box against them. Um, I think San Jose, I took San Jose state for the, for the last time, if you remember correctly. So um, I went, I went, uh, look, I know Cal's got the 36 best run, run defense in the nation and Justin Wilcox has forte is defense. And I expect this to be a close game because I think the, the key to Cal staying in this game, which I do think Cal will do is making Anthony Brown, throw the ball and beat you. you yeah. Might, you might look and say, well, he's got six touchdowns, one pick, which Anthony Brown doing a great job there. However, completing just 56% of his passes for seven yards of completion. That's not a, he's not really taking stretching the defense there. He, um, and he never has yeah. even going back to his days at BC, but CJ Verdell is out for the year. So Travis die. I think at 6,500, like I said, I think Cal's defense is going to, going to, I think they're going to play ball. However, I think he's the only, he is solo him and Anthony Brown's legs are the ground attack. And I think they'll get their fantasy points regardless, but I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I'm thinking of like a 21, 17 type score. Give me Travis die though. I think he might get a touchdown or two. I completely agree. I have him as well for six and a half K. I think the price is right. You mentioned CD Verdell is out. So the whole backfield relies on Travis die. And even if Cal is defending the run pretty well, take a look at uh, Dye's last game where he caught what four balls for 40 yards. So he's going to get his, there's not a whole lot of like guaranteed safe bets within these four games. I think Travis die is one of them. Can, and can, that's why can, can we, I rostered him as well. Can we call Anthony Brown, Anthony check down Brown? <laughs> check I feel down like that's Brown. a I good like name. Anthony check down Brown, because when you're only averaging seven yards of completion, completing only 56% of your passes. Wow. Um, that has a ring to it. I still have one more running back left. Do you? Uh, yes. <laughs> I rostered four of them. Who's your last running back. I'm going to take you to San Jose, California. I'm going to take a Ooh. shot. I know I dude. I know the Aztecs with that Rocky long style defense. I know their money uh, against the run, but can I make a, a, an argument that they haven't played many good running backs. I, I think that okay. I think that's the thing. I know they have the sixth best defense in the nation overall, and I know against the gra- against the run, they're number two, right? I'm listening. But if you look at it, well, Towson's Towson. New Mexico State is kind of air raidish, right? They don't really run the ball. If if they do, they run it with their quarterback. Uh, you go through the ranks here. They haven't played Air Force yet. They haven't played Wyoming yet, which we know are ground heavy teams. San Jose state. I'm sorry. San Diego state has kind of played a bunch of pass happy offenses. Now, do I think their run defense is legit? I do, 
but do I think they're the second best run defense in the nation? I'm not buying in all the way there. I think Tyler Nevins sure. will have opportunity. And I think if San Jose state wants to stay in this game, they're going to need to control the clock. It's almost like the Travis die play. I'm going to yeah. take Tyler Nevins at 5,300 because I, I don't know that San Diego state has really proven to mm. be a great run defense yet. I think, do I think they're good every year? Yes, they are a good defense in general. However, I, I think Tyler Nevins is, is doing enough on the ground in this game to, uh, to, to grab some, some, some fantasy value there. I think, especially in the red L- zone. Let me ask you this. Do you have any money left over? I do 200 bucks. How much? <laughs> so not quite 300. All right. So my last running back is 5,600 and I'll take you to Clemson and go Kobe pace. I think Clemson might have found Travis Etienne's replacement finally. Dixon has transferred. Shipley is hurt. He's not playing. The lead dog is Kobe Pace. We saw what he did against Boston College, where he went 19 for 125 and a touchdown. I think he's going to do it again against Syracuse. I love the price at 5.6K. He is my fourth running back, Kobe Pace, Clemson. I do like that angle. I do like that angle. Um, I could totally see that one working out, but I didn't have, I didn't have that luxury, buddy. I there did you go. not have that luxury. Now I'm, I'm trying to pull up cause I will say this, the Utah game, they are kind of a grind grinded out team, but I do feel like this team's a little more finesse than your traditional Utah teams. Um, but I'm pulling up the box score here. See Utah. Um, yeah, they, they did struggle I'm, on the I'm ground. I'm confused. I'm confused. Why are we talking about Utah? Because San Diego State did beat them. That would be the one. Okay. Gotcha. And Bernard only had 47 yards rushing. Fair enough there. But uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like if you look at Nevin's stat lines here, with the exception of the Colorado State game, he's pretty much done fairly well, even his yards per average. Week one, almost eight yards per carry, just shy of 100 yards. Week two, his yards per average is four yards per carry against against USC. Now they didn't commit to him too much because they were down. Uh, week three, 94 yards against Western Michigan, then 115 against New Mexico State. So only 48 against Colorado State last week, but only 10 that rushes. Also, I mean, I, I like Devins, but that offense has just sputtered out too much. And I, I think Starkle, I'm, I guess he's still hurt. I guess Nash is going to be the quarterback. I don't know what's going on there. I don't hate the play, but I would just say if you have a, a few more bucks, I like. Kobe pace better than Nevins. Well, I don't have a few more bucks. All right. <laughs> Sometimes that's what happens. So maybe you have um, some higher price receivers than I do. I only have three receivers here. I think you as well, right? Yes. Correct. Who is your highest price receiver? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sneezing over here. Um, my highest price receiver is look, you know, I'm going to play this North Texas game a lot. All right. And it is Roderick Burns who has more than double or double the amount of uh, not more than double, but double the amount of receptions. The second leading receiver has, he is solely their offense. He has more than double receiving yards. Uh, Roderick Burns, 30 catches, 363 yards, 12 yards, a catch two touchdowns. You're going to want to roster this guy because I can tell you this ECU put a ton of yardage up against Marshall. I don't Marshall's defense charting in the back half of college football. I'm taking Roderick Burns at, at 5,700. I think he's a steal. 
I like it. I like it. I do have one pass catcher for the mean green, but not him. My most expensive receiver is in that same game that I just mentioned. I'm going to go with Clemson's only receiver that has caught a touchdown this year. And he is back from injury. I'm going to go Justin Ross for 6.2 K. Apparently I even thought about rostering DJU here for a second. I ended up not doing that, but his price was affordable. I'm assuming Clemson is going to figure out a couple things during their bye week to do against Syracuse. And I like the fact that Justin Ross is back from injury back in the mix before the injury. He had uh, what eight for 77 and two touchdowns against NC state seven for 61 against GT. He's definitely the wide receiver one. So I gobbled him up at 6.2 K. I like your angle about going in the more high scoring game though. I will say that it's easy to see a tide turn. Well, look, buddy. Ross might have the receptions, but I got Joseph Nagata because Nagata is the leading receiver yardage wise. I understand Ross was dinged up, but 20 yards a catch is 20 yards a catch. Uh, so I'm going to take Joseph Nagata at 5,200 as a, my Clemson wide receiver that I rostered, which means I only have one other roster left there in C Nick. Fair enough. I think Nagata is wide receiver two behind Ross, but we'll see. I mean, Ross is just getting back into the mix. So, uh, and you know, Hey, maybe they, you know, roll coverage over his way and Nagata can do some things. My second highest guy is about time to go back to Marshall, North Texas. I'm going to go Marshall here and go their wide receiver. Number two, Shadid Ahmed for 6.1 K. I think him and the other guy, what Gamage is that his name? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Gamage. They're kind of. I mean, they're pretty much equal right now. But Ahmed is eight hundred dollars cheaper. Here's a guy that has produced all all season long. I mean, he has two straight games with seven catches and a touchdown in both of those games against ODU and Middle Tennessee. I expect the same, if not more, against North Texas. Give me Shadid Ahmed, um, Ahmed for six point one K. Nice, nice. Okay, my last guy is uh Oregon's top receiver. Uh Johnny Johnson the third. Shout out to Johnny Johnson from Tech Mobile. Um, but uh <laughs> look, Johnny Johnson the third is he's got more than double the second re- yardage receiver for the Ducks receptions. He's got eleven the second is has five. Um hundred and sixty two yards receiving, yeah, sure that could be better. Like I said, Anthony Brown does not like to really stretch the field. So I'm gonna go with their possession guy. Uh, and that's Johnny Johnson the third. I think uh, this is gonna be a close game. Like I said, I, I all I need is a touchdown here, and I think at forty two or forty three hundred, I think potentially could be solid. I'm not thinking he's gonna have a hundred yard game or anything. I'm just thinking five for fifty seven and a touchdown. That could bring me home, hopefully. Yeah, the price is right. At least I remember. I think it was week one or two this year where I told you that I don't roster Oregon receivers because I don't know who's going to do well from game to game. Uh, but at, at least with this price, I can see why you went that direction. Um, I did not have that money. I went down my last guy, three point seven k. His name is Jason Pertle. He is the tight end for the Mean Green of North Texas. He is second in the team in receptions. And by the way, uh, North Texas has a receiver out with an injury shorter. And they also just dismissed Deontay Simpson from the team after an arrest. So they got to throw the oh, ball. Somebody. Come on, come on. Seth Luttrell, <laughs> former Mike Leach guy. Just out uh, there. You being know a what? Kid. They got, they're going to throw the ball a lot, right? So yeah. they got to throw to somebody. 
And I think uh, I think this tight end can carve out a pretty nice little game here. So give me Jason Pertle for three point seven k. That's my lineup, and I, I gotta say I think it's better than yours, buddy. <laughs> buddy, look, um, that's all I gotta say to that. All right, that you're not coming into the land of Dundee and gonna look. I have two quarterbacks. All right, you lose, right? And, and that's the reality. The reality is Nick, I hate to tell you this, but you can't win. <laughs> so Dude, you- I love this lineup here. I love my, my four running backs and the cheaper quarterback who could produce, you know, like top notch fancy points. I, I I'm liking this lineup a lot here. Well, you're not going to like it when you take an L let's talk Saturday morning. But before we do, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college basketball, college football, and more and more and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win ready to play. Well, sign up today to receive a special risk free $1,000 sports bet. Download, bet, Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to start winning today. I also want to tell you that the College Football Experience DFS show is brought to you by PropSwap. Yes, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing, and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, PropSwap has been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on, on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just has to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Saturday morning, NC Nick. We got fun going on here. This was a fun slate, man. I love I I love this lineup. I'll be honest. I, I I'm a fan, and once again, I am doing the two quarterback system, but I'm very interested to hear. Are you doing two quarterbacks? In this slate, I am. Yes. Pussy. And <laughs> Why are you two? I am. I just <laughs> thought you know you were playing your one quarterback Friday night. I said, why don't you stay consistent with that? Ah, you know, I think you know. For me, in this lineup or, or in this slate here, there was so many cheap pass catchers that I liked. It made sense to spend up elsewhere, and I spent up on quarterback big time. My top guy, perhaps you've heard of him. He's nine point two k. Sam Howe. For North Carolina. Mm, I thought about going that route, but I didn't. But you can't be mad at playing a guy who dropped 65 points or whatever the fuck that number was against Miami last year. However, a lot of that was on the ground. Hint, hint at what I'm going to play in a little bit here, buddy. 
Well, so here's what I did. Or at least this was my you know thought process. Uh, throw out the opening week against Virginia Tech. Sam Howell's worst game, fantasy wise, was last week in that loss to Florida State, where he put up 28.9 fantasy points. If that's your ceiling, that's pretty damn good. And from that, in like the last few weeks, he's been hovering right around 30. He's due for a blow up game like he had in week two and week three, where he was like 53 or 48 points. I love the bounce back spot here against a bad Miami defense. I mean, the the used passing defense ranks 94th right now. The Tar Heels still have the 16th best offense in the country. It's a bounce back spot. And I think given his relative struggles a week ago, I don't think a lot of DFS players will be on how. So I spent up for the uh, former Heisman hopeful. Interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I honestly think you can't go, you can't go wrong with him personally. Like I think, I think you're in a good spot to, to grab, you know, to have success there. Um, uh, and Manny Diaz, by the way, proving my point, by the way, he's supposed to be a defensive coach too. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, I, I think it, I, I, I think you, anyone that wants to play in DFS should be rostering some North Carolina Tar Heels this weekend. Um, yeah. My most expensive quarterback is Adrian Martinez. <laughs> Why change horses you know what? midstream? Yeah. He he's my second quarterback. I I'm right with you, buddy. Okay. Okay. Well, uh I mean, you got to think I get it. Minnesota um it's on the road. Could be maybe I don't know. Could be cold maybe, but I still think Martinez is just a must play every week, really. Dude, the last six games he's put up between twenty four and thirty five fantasy points. He is a model of consistent fantasy production. He's going to get you about thirty fantasy points. I don't care where it's at. Right now, Minnesota has a top twenty defensive ranking. Don't buy into that. Yeah, they struggled. The one decent offense they played was Ohio State. They struggled big time, especially against all those freshmen. Since then, look at some of the teams they played: Bowling Green, Colorado. Purdue, they've played a slew of really bad offenses. Nebraska is at least decent on the offensive side of the ball. So Martinez will get his no matter what. I mean, through the air on the ground, he's going to get his. Yeah. Uh, so my second quarterback, I took a shot on Casey Thompson. Look, okay. I get it. Oklahoma state's defense is a top 20 defense. But the, if you really look at what that stat entails is that they're the 18th best. I'm sorry the 12th best run defense in the country. Well, Casey yeah. Thompson, what does he do? Great. He fires the ball around. And when you, when you really dive into it, I think it's a little bit misleading. Oklahoma state played Tulsa with Davis Brin played Missouri state. who was running kind of an RPO, but they were throwing the ball a lot. Um, just not successfully. Uh, then Boise state. Yes. They're air raid, but I, I, that was all. I, I just feel like Texas is, I, I actually like, I, I know we did our picks podcast. I think Texas is going to roll Oklahoma state this weekend. So I think Casey Thompson at 7,800 is going to go off. Okay. All right. So you had, you know, also had two pretty expensive quarterbacks, but you definitely saved about 1300 compared to what I had. So I'm, I'm curious as to where that'll be spent um, in running backs. Perhaps who's your top running back, or let me ask you how many, how many running backs do you have? I have uh, three running backs. I just have two. I have two running backs, four receivers. Who's your top dog? 
my top guy money wise. Let me just make sure I'm accurate here is uh, going. It's going to, I'm going to Columbia, Missouri <laughs> and <laughs> smart. It's a good, good place to go. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Nick, but you know, who's the 130th rushing defense in the nation. I, I understand that Mizzou is the worst rushing defense in the country. And the second worst is Mizzou is over 20 yards worse than the second worst. Yes. Uh, 21 yards worse than Arkansas state. And then there if, you, you go. if you're talking power five, they're actually 38 yards, a bit worse, just about 37 and, and change wow. uh, worse than Kansas. Um, uh, I'm on Isaiah Spiller, 6,600. I don't care that they, here, man. Yeah, I don't care up. that they know that they're going to be running the ball heavy. You got to prove to me. You can stop it. So give me Isaiah Spiller all day at 6,600. He's undervalued in this spot. Um, yeah, dude. So- I know we've, we've made fun of the a and M offense, you know, but against Mizzou, that defense is that bad. You have to guy, you have to roster guys. I, I thought about taking Zach Calzada after the, a pretty solid, you know, outing against Bama. But I think Isaiah Spiller at 6.6 K. I mean, I, I know me and you are fans of his from last year. His fantasy production has been limited a bit this year due to those offensive struggles at AM. but this is the spot to roster him. I know, you know, maybe you want to go Bijan Robinson for 8.9 K Tyler ba- uh, Beatty for 8 K. I mean, th- th- those guys are expensive and they don't have great matchups. So I'm going to save some coin at running back because I'm spending up at quarterback and Isaiah Spiller at 6.6 K just yeah. makes a, t- a ton of sense. I mean, it, it, it actually drives me crazy because try to understand this two years ago, Barry Odom was fired for going, I think seven and five or six and six. They went bowling. They had an elite defense. If anything, their offense struggled their defense. I want to say was top 20 or top 30. Yeah. Drinkowitz comes in. They have a horrible defense last year. Yeah. And a horrible defense this year. They're the same fucking players, Nick. I don't understand it. Dude, you're if you have the worst rushing defense in all of FBS football and you play in the SEC, that's that's a bad sign. You know, and and you're telling me I can get an opposing running back who gets at least 3 quarters of the carries for only 6.6k? How do you not roster Spiller? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, but I'll say this, man. SEC is becoming the Big Twelve, man. I don't know if you caught that Ole Miss Arkansas. They game. really are. I don't know if you oh, know yeah. with with hypo air raid philosophies and and uh, Lebby down there at Ole Miss, and then you add in Leach. It's really starting to turn into. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I have zero desire in watching a fifty-six, fifty-five football game. However. <laughs> I'm I'm just quickly fact checking myself as I'm pulling up the top defensive units uh from from 2019. Um where is Missouri? I guess I did all defense, not run defense, so that's going to be a little bit different there. But uh Barry Odom, I thought unjustly fired and you see what he's doing, I mean with the exception of last week against Ole Miss's fire offense. Um, Missouri, I, I thought he got wrongly fired there. I didn't think he had really done yeah. a horrible job. And uh, we, and we mentioned before Eli Drinkwitz, he didn't do a whole lot to deserve a, a head coaching gig in the sec. He had one nice season at app state with a bunch of upperclassmen who he did not recruit coming over from, you know, um, offensive coordinator at NC state. So 
I thought that was a very questionable hiring when they made it. So well, I, yeah. And so far that, I mean, Missouri's who, who is Missouri? They're a, an average team at best. Yeah. Yeah. And I just dawned on me that whatever site I'm looking at is definitely using 2021 stats. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I just know that Barry Odom's defense, I think was a top defense. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Okay. I, I I'm a, I know I'm I'm stalling here. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. They had well, the 15th best defense in the nation two years ago. I it wow. doesn't make any sense. Last year they were horrible. It's almost like you're not practicing defense. I don't understand. Is Barry Odom that big of a genius? You go from 15th to in the hundreds, and now like two years like two years removed, you're at a hundred and thirty. Yeah, that's a that's a very that's a precipitous fall. That's for sure. I mentioned Drinkwitz that was the OC at NC State. He is an offensive coach, so. Apparently he is not emphasizing that side of the ball enough. I don't know who the DC is there, but he needs to get to work. Uh, I believe they fired their DC last year and brought in a new guy, but uh, <laughs> that's not, that's yeah, not working. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Who, who's your second running back? My second running back, you know, I'm going to the game that had 630 yards of offense a year ago. <laughs> I'm Ooh. not a fool. I'm, I'm not. Did I say offense? I meant rushing offense. And I'm taking Ty Chandler at North Carolina at plus 6,300. Miami's run defense. Did you see Manny Diaz's uh, answer to last year when they when they scored? Like they asked him in in, in lead up to for for this week, what was it that they did different last year that that? And he just gave. Uh, he goes, I I don't know. Well, guess what? Huh. If you don't know, that's pretty much not a good answer. I'm pretty sure boosters aren't happy with that answer. So uh, it's your job to know <laughs> <laughs> at least like I could bullshit that one. Well, we had a safety out of position. I was, I was bringing him in hot. You know what I mean? Like you could just talk out of your ass to just say, I don't know. Kind of confusing. Give me Ty Chandler though at, at plus 6,300. I know he's not Michael Carter. Uh, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. All right. The guy's getting five and a half yards of carry. He's got five touchdowns on the season. He's our leading rusher. Um, and, and he also gets the ball out of the backfield a little bit here, averaging 25 yards to catch out of the backfield, just about. So uh, at 6,300, I'm playing Ty Chandler. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't go Chandler. Um, I mean, he's been kind of up and down this year. He definitely hasn't produced like Michael Carter or Javante Williams last year. I went with a guy who I think is a little bit more consistent for $200 more. And I'll take you to a game that's going to be a lot less scoring, you know. So usually that's not a good sign. So I like I like what you did with you know UNC there, but I'm gonna go Tyler Goodson, Iowa ding, for six point five k. Ding ding when watch, ding. When you watch him play, I mean, dude, that guy is just elusive. He's fast. He runs with power. He's due for a big game, and I think this might be it against Purdue. Um, and yeah, I was about to say, I know Purdue went out in the off season, hired doc holiday, which I mean, not doc holiday, Brad Lambert from doc holiday staff was a great hire by Jeff Brom. It really was. Cause they were a, a horrible defense a year ago. However, so they're improved, but they're not that improved. All right. Like I, I think this team look, Notre Dame hasn't been able to run the ball against anybody. Does that fluff produce stats? Perhaps. Oregon state doesn't even commit to the run. They pass, right? Does that fluff produce stats? Um, I think, I think it does. And I think when it, when it comes down yeah. to it, I I understand right now you could look and say, well, produce the 43rd best defense in the nation, which I do believe 
that Brad Lambert is making this defense a lot better. I do believe that. However, do I believe they're 43rd best overnight? No, no. I think there's running no. opportunity. I think I was going to go and run the ball the way they want to against Purdue. So give me Tyler Goodson as well at 6,500. I think it's a money play. You got to do it. Nice. Agreed. All right. So uh, that's your three running backs, right? That is, I gave my two. So let me give you my top receiver. It's a guy that you rostered a couple weeks ago. And if you watch the red river reach around, this guy was just blowing up. And that is Texas's true freshman Xavier worthy for 7.4 K. I get it. You don't want to, you know, chase points. I mean, he put up uh, like almost 45 fantasy points last week. Crazy. He had, what did he have? Uh, nine catches for 261 yards and two touchdowns. The week before he only had one catch for seven yards. <laughs> that's week before I, that, 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 that's when I had him that bastard. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The, the week before that he had five for 103 touchdowns. I think obviously with a young guy, consistency is an issue, but I think he's finding his groove and his talent cannot be denied. He looks like one of the best receivers in all of college football, even as a true freshman. So I'm going to roll the dice and say he he's able to put together two back-to-back quality games. And I, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I'd love to go Josh downs here for UNC. I didn't have the money. So I think Xavier worthy might be the next best receiver on the slate here. And he's a lot cheaper than down. So give me him 7.4 K. Uh, I didn't have any money for whiteouts. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my top wideout, I had two at the same price and I think I would be surprised if you didn't have one of the two. Be- well, like I said, when, before we went into this slate, there was like five guys in like the mid fours that I really like. I, and I just couldn't fit them all in here. So you're probably right. I probably might have one of these guys, but go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, my uh, same game for both these guys. Um, and look, yeah. Florida has been banged up at defensive back since beginning before the season started. They've just had some other injuries. They got a, a guy transferred out and then you got LSU who's got both their starting corners out for the, they, they they're done for the year. So I'm going to go ahead and take 5,500 for Jack Beck. We know Kayshawn Boutte is not playing. <laughs> Jack Beck has 22 catches, 272 yards for a touchdown. I think he's going to be their number one come Saturday at home. I almost, to be honest with you, man, I almost played Max Johnson. Um, and then I'm going to take Xavier Henderson for Florida. I know Copeland's their okay. stud, but Henderson also, I think there's going to be, I think this game might have a lot of scoring. And once again, the big 12 sec um, is, is, is happening these days. I, I played both for 5,500. I know I still got a wide receiver to interesting, give, but uh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't have either one just because there's a lot, even with some of those injuries, it, it I can't get a good read on who's going to have a good game for week and week. Uh, I feel better, a, a little bit better about Beck because not only is Boutte hurt, but I think Deion Smith is hurt as well. Uh, but I didn't have either one. So let me just move on and go to my next guy. He's only 4.4 K. I'm going to go back to a and M and Aeneas Smith, Aeneas Smith, uh, the wide receiver for Texas A&M. This guy is a hell of a player. I mean, he, he played a lot of running back last year, obviously just like Spiller, he's been limited by the offense, but he just had six for 85 and two touchdowns against Bama. 
what is he going to do against Missouri? Uh, you know, especially if he's getting that rapport with Calzada for only 4.4 K, I think Anaya Smith is just an absolute steal for Texas A&M. So that was my, my second receiver. Well, my last receiver is in that game too. And at 3,900, how are you not playing Jaden Weidermeyer? Ah, Look, I like him too. Every time I go to a bar, uh, I, the, the bartender <laughs> tries to offer me a Weidermeyer, but I, I'm not into that cider shit. So uh, 18 receptions, 249 yards. You play any of Smith who just has what? 46 yards more than Weidermeyer, less yards per catch. Give me Jalen Weidermeyer at the value play there. 3,900. Come on. Missouri's defense can't stop a nosebleed, especially if this ground game's working. Then you ever heard of this thing called play action, Nick? Well, I, I totally agree that you have to roster one of these guys, either Smith or Weidemeyer. I, I mean, I think Smith has a higher ceiling. So I want him depending on how much money you have, you have to roster a and guys. And these, these a and guys are cheap because the offense has been shit this year, which I totally understand. On on any other given week, I probably wouldn't recommend rostering them. But against Mizzou, I think you should. And I, I've said it all year: A and M has good a good running back, a good receiver, and a good tight end. If they can get some decent quarterback and line play, these guys can flourish. I think that will happen against Missouri. So I like the play. I still have two guys left. I want to take you to a different tight end. My boy at four point three k at Indiana, Peyton Hendershot. You talk about consistency. Let me let me read off these last three games. Six for sixty and a touchdown. Six for ninety-four. Five for eighty-eight. And he's only four point three k. Regardless of who the quarterback is, Penix, the other guy, this guy's a model of consistency for a cheap price. Give me Peyton Hendershot. I like it. I, is there a a rifle called the Hendershot yet? Because if it not, should be. There needs he to should. be. Well, that would make sense if he was a quarterback, but he's a tight end. So still, I don't know. It just feels good. All right. <laughs> all right. My last guy, I got one more guy. I'm, I'm taking bottom barrel here. Have you heard of a feller named lad McConkey? Any relation to Phil McConkey? Uh, unfortunately not. I looked it up. <laughs> lad McConkey is a true freshman for the Georgia bulldogs and he's coming off his best game this year against Auburn, where he went for five for 135 and a touchdown. He's only 3.6K. This kid is coming on. I can't believe he's not related somehow to Phil, but I looked it up and apparently he isn't. But for only 3.6K, you're getting a receiver here that, and watch the game film. He, he, he roasted a couple of the Auburn DBs on, on deep balls last week. This is Auburn DBs. And you're talking about a true freshman here. So uh, I like taking a shot here at Lad McConkey for only 3.6K. I like it. I like it. Look, I'm anybody McConkney, I'm a fan of. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to beat you on this one, though. All right. This lineup is I don't think flat so. out better. You're not good. You know what I mean? Like, I it's easy to so. see a tide turn. So, um, but uh, look, all right, before we get to the night slate, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by keeps. Yeah. Keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep the hair on your fucking head. Hello. Why would you not want to do that? They got convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. All right. You could say, Hey doc, I'm fucking bald. Fix it. All right. You don't have to leave your house. You could just be on zoom. All right fix my head. (laughs) 
Uh, low cost treatments start at $10 per month and uh, keeps offers generic versions. Uh, look, they got discreet packaging. You could have your name show up as fucking Joe Schmo for all you want. Your fucking girlfriend will have no idea you're pumping your head full of hair. But I guarantee you this if she found out you did, she'd probably say, Great fucking idea. <laughs> uh, look, it's got proven results, keeps, uh, has more five star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatments take four to six months to see results. So act fast. You got to do it. And uh, yeah, look, I mean, if, if you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, go to K E E P S.com slash S G P to, I mean that you're going to get, if you do that, you will get the first month of treatment for free. That's K E E P S.com slash S G P to get your first month free. I also want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by prediction strike. Yes. Do you wish you could add stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now prediction strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's as if Robin hood and DraftKings had a baby. All right. Prediction strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes. So you can just you can make money and then get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply down, download Prediction Strike's new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com. Create an account. Use the promo code SGPN. Then deposit your funds to buy and sell and hold shares of your favorite player. I mean, that's fun. Just like you would with real stock. The value of players will change based upon the game performance and supply and demand. You, you know, it, it's really, you can trade your shares of players at any time, as long as your player isn't uh, currently playing in a game. So, I mean, it's just like the stock market, essentially sign up with the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share in your first deposit of $20 or more Saturday night slate NC Nick. We're getting to the you end ready? of this thing. Yes. I mean, I got the two quarterback system going again. And I think I, I actually think out of all three, this is my favorite. I think my last one, I think the main Saturday slate was my favorite. I'm also going two quarterbacks here and strange enough. I also spent up for both quarterbacks here. So both of the slates on Saturday, usually I like to do like one high price quarterback, one kind of, you know, you know, bottom dollar, let me save some money. But on both of the ones Saturday, I spent up at quarterback. So I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what you did here. Who do you have? Uh, my most expensive look every once in a while, Patty C will try to sprinkle fairy dust on you. All right. They'll try to say, Hey, they fixed the problems. This team is good. And he was referring to Ole Miss in their defense. Now, Pick Dundee's not buying in yet. Pick Dundee thinks there might be a lemon that's juicing you a little bit here. I don't know if that's a fucking thing, but I'm saying <laughs> I think the fact that yeah, all right, you played all right against Austin P. All right, you played all right against uh, the likes of Tulane, but I think Arkansas kind of exposed something, and guess who's all of a sudden. After three weeks in, Patty C's like, oh, Ole Miss's defense is really, they fixed it. Could it, could it just be they played some bad football teams? Possibly. Because all of a sudden you pull back that curtain and they're ranked number 100 out of 130. And, <laughs> and I think, I think when this is all said and done, just like I mentioned with North Texas, 
think he might be looking at one of the 15 worst defenses in the country. NC Nick. I think meanwhile, Tennessee has been coming on offensively. Yes, yes, yes. And Keep going. You and I will share this pick. We both apparently have Hendon Hooker as our top quarterback at 8.8K. It makes a ton of sense. Back to back games, over 30 fantasy points. He's going to do it again. This old Miss defense is apparently garbage. KJ Jefferson in Arkansas did it last week. Tennessee's going to do it again this week. Hundred percent, man. Isn't that? I'm, I'm telling you, man. If you buy in the stats, which uh, you know, Patty C. Love the guy, but he, he's a big stat believer. I think sometimes stats tell you more lies than they do truth. Early, well, especially like yeah. right. What we're, we're we are halfway through the year, so yeah, you can say, hey, this is a top twenty defense. Look at who they played. That'll all shake out once it's not the NFL. You don't play all NFL caliber teams, right? Yeah. There's a lot of differences in college football. So I do agree. Stats at this point in the year can be very misleading. Uh, and Arkansas just put 55 or 50, so whatever the fuck that number was, that team is not good defensively. And I think coming go moving forward, I will be fading the old miss rebels defense. Um, Makes sense. My, who's your second quarterback, buddy? He's only five hundred dollars cheaper. So, like I mentioned, I spent up at the position. I went with the true freshman who came on in the Red River reach around and just balled out. I'm gonna go Caleb Williams. I know this is maybe a controversial play, maybe a roll of the dice, and he's pretty highly priced. But the fact that he put up over 30 fantasy points in just a portion of the game against Texas, because he didn't obviously he came in for the benched Spencer Rattler. I love the fact that he threw for for over 202 touchdowns while running for over 80 and a touchdown. I think he can have similar success at home against TCU playing a whole game this time. Interesting. I, I think it's a solid play for the value little bit concerned about Gary Patterson. I have no idea his record against first year or first time starting quarterbacks, but I still think, you know, at Oklahoma, there's so much surrounding talent probably going to succeed. Even if he has a, a, an average game, right? I'd be more afraid if his first start was on the road. Yeah. I feel better that it's at home at least fair point. Fair point. Well, my second quarterback is going up against one of those horrible, horrible defenses, the Stanford Cardinals. Jaden Delora at, at $7,000. It's in Pullman. We know Stanford's defense is absolute dog shit, especially uh, of late. I mean, uh, out the gate, they, they, they were all right, but of late, they've been a horrible defense charting in the back half. They're in the nineties. Um, and even that, like I said, is kind of misleading. Um, Jaden Delora, this is a guy who missed a game. I think he's actually better than what his value indicates. So give me Jaden Delora in Washington state. I like it. I, you know, I considered rostering either quarterback from that matchup. I didn't go that route. I went, I spent up a little bit more for, I think it was a safer bet with a higher ceiling, but I like the play um, two running backs or three for you. I did two. Same here. And my top guy, I know we both like him. He's 7.1 K he resides in Manhattan, Kansas. His name is Deuce Vaughn. 
the dude is just a baller. Even if he shut out on the ground, like he was against Oklahoma, he caught 10 balls for 104 yards and a touchdown. As long as that offense is cranking, Deuce Vaughn is going to get his one way or the other 7.1 K. Give me that wildcat. I mean, look, I, I, I wanted him, but I couldn't get him. Couldn't get him. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was more expensive than I was willing to pay. I thought there was better value out there, but you know you can never go wrong Ooh. with playing Deuce Vaughn. The guy's a complete stud. Um, so I, I went with uh, I went with uh, what's his name, Ches Maluski. He's going up against Army. I understand okay, I Army's about- defense is decent, but I can tell you this. If you watched any of that Illinois game, which I, I locked up, why Wisconsin minus the points, they still can't throw. So there's only one thing they can do is give it to Chesmalewski, who's got true. who's got more than three times uh, uh, the amount of carries than the next running back for for the uh, Badgers. I, look, Mertz has two touchdowns, seven picks. He's only completing 55 percent of his passes for six yards of completion. This air game is horrible. I get it. Army's going to try to lock that down, but I think Wisconsin's hog mollies are just a little bit bigger. So give me Ches Maluski at 6,300 buddy. I like it. Uh, my second and my last running back is 5.2 K. I'm going to take you to that uh, old miss Tennessee game. What is the over under? It's gotta be astronomical. Let me try to pull it up here. Cause you're going to need pieces of this game. Quarterback, receivers, running back. You're going to need pieces of this game here. The over under is at 82 and a half. It's a crazy high over under. Give me Henry Parrish Jr. I'm assuming that Jerion Ely is still injured. I think Parrish Jr. for 5.2K, I think he's actually a notch above Snoop Connor right here. They're going to split that backfield. But even last week here against Arkansas, Parrish Jr. went 18 for 111. He also called a couple balls. I think uh, he's a notch above Connor here, and for a pretty cheap price at five point two k, if he is the main back for Ole Miss, you got to take him at this price. You might be selling me. You might be selling me. I'm going to do some wheeling and dealing. Did right you take now. Snoop? I actually am going to do some wheeling and dealing right now. I am going to go and switch at five point two. You said correct. 5.2 buddy. Oh no, I still can't afford 5.2. What the hell you you almost convinced me to do this thing. I still can't afford that. So no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I lied to you <laughs> listeners out there. However, my my uh my uh my other running back actually was the higher price running back. I forgot I wasn't paying attention. It's Kennedy Brooks. Right now TCU's okay. got a, a bottom 10 deep rushing defense. Do I think they're that bad? No. I think they're probably a little bit better. But uh, especially you're starting a freshman quarterback. Why would you not give the old running back a shit ton of carries? Uh, Kennedy Brooks obviously had that big game uh, winning rush a week ago, but uh, 79 rushes, 535 yards on the season, seven yards of carry, six touchdowns. Nick, why are you not playing Kennedy Brooks in this lineup? You know, it's not a bad play. If 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 Oklahoma can commit to one guy, then it's a hell of a play. And they committed to one guy against Texas. I just needed to see it one more time. 
because over the last couple of years, I couldn't roster any Oklahoma running backs because they're they just they fed like three guys the rock, and you never know who's going to do what. Uh, obviously, monster game a year, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a game ago against Texas for two seventeen and two touchdowns. Jeez, if you get that kind of production for six point eight k, then bless you, man. You're gonna you're gonna you know win some money this weekend, but. I'm not trusting that just yet, and that's why I did not go with that Oklahoma backfield. Pussy. Um, <laughs> right, look, before we get to the remaining parts of our lineup, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best NBA better in the U.S.? Well, you can prove it on Odds Crowd, and they're free to join and play fantasy betting contest. Yes, there's a season-long NBA contest with three thousand dollars in cash up for grabs, as well as two hundred dollar contests. As well, I mean, that's two hundred dollar weekly contest. Here's how it all works: once you enter the contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard, and if you have the highest profile at the end of the contest, well, guess what? You win, all right. And Odds Crowd isn't just a fantasy betting contest; it's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat other bettors, track your bets. You can set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, talk some shit, and much, much more. So download the app for free, or go to OddsCrowd.com today. Also, while you're getting apps, get us the SGPN app. Yes, it's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks all of our podcasts, all of our content. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, Nick, what are you doing here with the rest of your roster? All right, man. I got some receivers here for, I got four of them. My top guy, I got four too. This guy came on. All right. Well, I, my four will, will surely be, be better than yours. This guy came onto my radar a couple of weeks ago when uh, Stanford's top receiver Tremaine went out with an injury. This guy, Elijah Higgins for six K. Let me spout off his last three games. First off, he's caught a touchdown in each of these games. Five for 103 in touchdown, six for 62 in a touchdown, seven for 110 in a touchdown. Elijah Higgins for 6K at Wazoo is still at a bargain price. He is my top receiver. I like it. I like it. I just couldn't afford it. <laughs> I had no money left over. So I just had to dive into a bunch of receivers and take a shot on them. Um, I do like that play. I really do. Um, but I'm going to go with possession. Okay. I'm going to go with John Mechie the third at 5,900. I had no money left over, so I couldn't have went and grabbed your boy from Stanford. Mechie. I think Alabama is going to respond. I think they'll be able to throw the ball around against old Mike Leach. Give me John Mechie the third. Cause another thing is they, you know, I don't know if you saw social media was saying Alabama's offense can't move without Jamison Williams. I think John Mechie takes that personal has a big game against the Bulldogs. I mean, a big game is relative. I think he's going to have a solid game. I don't think he's gonna have a bad game. And like you said, he's possession. You know what you're getting. He's going to get you about 10 to 15 fantasy points. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as some of some other players blow up, you kind of want that consistency. I did not roster Mechie. My second guy is a couple hundred bucks cheaper. 5.7 K same game as my first guy, Stanford Wazoo. Let me tell you about Calvin Jackson Jr., the receiver for Washington State. He's had over what uh, in in four of the six games this year, he's had over six catches. Last week, uh, nine for seventy. The week before at Cal, six for fifty-three, two touchdowns. 
I think the nation's kind of uh, slow to learn about Calvin Jackson Jr. I think you're getting him at a a very affordable price. He was my second receiver at five point seven k. All right, you sold me on him. You sold me on him, which then means I got to change. Call, call me Pac twelve Nick. Pac twelve Nick is back at it. He sold me on it, and uh, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I will load it up and. Uh, Okay, so so I, I sub some guys out. So let me just cue some Dundee music because I will agree with you there. Um, and I'm curious if you got your boy Billingsley for Alabama at the tight end spot because I do at 48k or for for you know 4800. Uh, what's his name? Jaleel Billingsley, the tight end for Alabama. So I'm loading up on Mechie Billingsley. Anyone not named Jameson Williams? <laughs> give me, give me uh, Billingsley at forty eight hundred. That means I only have one player left because I am playing Jackson Jr. for Wazoo as well. Not this week for me. I don't have any Bama receivers. I'm gonna take you back to that Ole Miss Tennessee game. I told you a shit ton of points, man. Tennessee's got a receiver here. He, he may not be their wide receiver one, but he's right behind it. Cedric Tillman uh, last week against South Carolina, five for uh, no six for fifty nine. Week before that at Mizzou, four for seventy three and a touchdown. It makes sense to get pieces of this game, especially if you can get a couple of cheaper guys. You know, they may not have this level of consistency every game, but this game, uh, there's going to be volume here. There's going to be points here. There's going to be yardage here. Give me Cedric Tillman for 4.3K from Tennessee. Why spend 4.3K when you can spend 4.7 and get Javante Payton? This guy has the most touchdowns out of all the Vols receivers, and he also averages 24 yards a catch. I get it. He's a home run threat. But I want in a game against Ole Miss's defense. Well, let me tell you, the home run threat could be happening every play. Javante Payton, Mississippi State transfer. I like this kid, forty-seven hundred. Give me that, and uh, let's play. So some ball. here's why: he has nine catches in five games. He's only had one catch the last two games. Granted, it was one for thirty-nine and a touchdown, one for thirty-five and a touchdown. He has touchdowns in four straight games. But this dude is hit or miss, and he I mean, will he hit a, against a horrible defense. <laughs> you might be right. Uh, you know, I swear, the last four games he has a touchdown in each games, but he only has six catches in those four games. So that, my friend, is a roll of the dice. But I, is I go, it? Is it? If you're getting a, a forty-yard touchdown every week, <laughs> but but is is that sustainable? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> against I don't think Ole Miss, so. you don't think that's just maybe in the next week against Kentucky or something. I don't know, but I'm saying like, right? I'd rather ha- I'd rather have a guy that has 13 catches combined in the last three games than a guy that has you know four catches in the last three okay, games. Okay, well Javante Payton's got double the amount of touchdowns Cedric <laughs> Tillman does. All right, very very true. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's boomer bust. I'm gonna go the more consistent approach. Chances are both of them are good options against Ole Miss, but if I can get the guy with with more catches, more volume for the cheaper price, I'm going to go that route. That's why I went Tillman. But hey, you know what? That's why well, that's why look, DFS is beautiful. If you want you more can roll volume, the dice. if you want more volume, go buy some Pert Plus. You fucking loser! <laughs> <All right. laughs> my my hair, my hair needs some more volume these days, buddy. It's it's thinning out a little bit. If you can right. appreciate that. Well, uh, turn down the volume on that jacket. What movie is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I still got one more guy. Are you done? I'm done. All right, my guy, my last guy, four point two K, Oklahoma, dude. 
last week I rostered uh, Mims for I think four point four k, and the dude had a monster game. Well, this week he shot up and and overtook Michael Woods as the most expensive Sooner wide receiver. So you know what? This week I'm going to go Michael Woods. He's only four point two k against TCU. TCU allows a lot of big plays. You know. Perhaps with that game that Mims had last week against Texas, maybe maybe that TCU defense will focus on him. Let me pivot and go to the other Oklahoma receiver this week. That is Michael Woods, the second. He's only four point two k. I think that's a kind of a cheap price for a guy that's had some good games. I mean, eight for eighty six against West Virginia. Uh, I think for that price, once again, it's the same argument as Mims. It's 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 a ceiling play. Oklahoma receivers have a high ceiling with that offense. So give me uh, Michael Woods the second for four point two k. The Arkansas transfer, you heard it here first. Uh, Gary Patterson going to shut down that attack. Horn Frog's going to cover Dundee Special, even though Dundee Special looking like complete shit on Triple Option Thursday. Uh, look, folks, sometimes you get a game or two wrong, but overall, we pick winners here. <laughs> hey man, when, when we give out. Like seventy games a week, you're gonna get a couple wrong, all right? <laughs> there you you're go, with man. Us, you're with us for the long haul. You know what's up. Exactly. If you were you're with us for the long haul, you're throwing a lot of pert plus in your fucking hair, all right? Because the volume is up with the with the college football experience, all right? Uh, subscribe, guys. College football experience. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. College ball just like twenty five days, twenty four days around the corner. You better believe we're gonna have you covered there. It's just, just, we got the, the ball is rolling here, folks. Get in where you can. All right. Make sure you download that SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You've got all of our picks, all of our podcasts. If you do that, make sure you give us a five-star review, say some kind things about us. And if you do that, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. Show me the screenshot. We'll send you a college experience t-shirt at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter. Patty C831 NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Terrell Furman Jr. on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore and the college football experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow, follow away, have fun. Come play DFS with us. NC Nick's gonna have those lineups up. We'll retweet them from the college experience, uh, the college football experience Twitter account and sports gambling podcast network account and at the Colby D. So do that. Check it out. This is the college football experience DFS style. You better start thinking about yours. 